0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Moving Right Along, a Muppet movie podcast brought to you by ToughPigs.com. It's the podcast where we watch The Muppet Christmas Carol two minutes at a time and talk about it a lot. I'm your host, Anthony Strand.
1: And I'm your other host, Ryan
0: Rowe. And joining us today, we have a return guest. She's been with us for every movie, and she's back again for this one. Guest, who are you?
2: Hi, my name is Christy Admiral. It is so nice to
0: be here. Oh, so nice for us, too. Always great Thanks to have so you here. Thanks so much for coming back. Yeah. And Christy is joining us to talk about minutes 79 and 80 of the Muppet Christmas Carol. In these minutes, Scrooge sings a thankful heart because he indeed has a thankful heart. (laughs) So, uh, But before he can do that, we have a few seconds before the song. Before he can do that, he gets a scarf from Beaker, which we saw Beaker starting to give him the scarf last week, but now it happens. He gives it to him. Scrooge says, a gift, a gift for me? Which I love the, like, innocence and guilelessness of Scrooge. Like, when's the last time he got a gift?
1: Right. You know? it's, it's been a while, if ever. <laughs> this is a foreign concept yeah. to him.
0: So then he throws it around his neck. And then he says, thank you. Thank you. 50 times.
1: That's a lot of times.
0: He does not say the word thank you 50 times. The sentence thank you 50 times.
1: <laughs> wow, that would he take says, a while.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> Michael Caine saying thank you over and over. Yeah. <laughs> for like a minute and a half. Yeah. Um, but he should have said it fifty times. It's a pretty lazy shortcut, if you ask me.
1: Yeah, well, that would have <laughs> been interesting. Yeah, maybe there's a, a deleted scene out there. Yeah, there is a cut scene fifty times. I hope so.
2: Yeah.
1: And the <laughs> thing is, Beaker. I mean, he might as well because Beaker can't say anything or doesn't say anything. You know, whatever Beaker's deal is, so he doesn't even say you're welcome. He just kind of nods his head and. Makes Beaker little, doesn't say
0: anything. Yeah,
1: makes scenes. little sounds.
0: Yeah, yeah, he doesn't even really make any me He sounds. doesn't do any. Yeah, he
1: doesn't go like murmur for are welcome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah um but so anyways then having received a gift of a small red scarf which is now around his neck and it th- that's what i like about it too is that the scarf is beaker sized yeah. oh like, yeah it's very little this is not it's not a like a michael kane sized scarf <laughs> but he puts it on there and then scrooge is so happy that he launches into the song so the song is called simply thankful heart not a thankful heart right mm. mm-hmm. but anyways he does it and he says merry christmas to beaker and then bean bunny bounces up and says here's your turkey mr scrooge yeah and then scrooge says follow me lad which is such a radical intro to the song
1: <laughs> yeah and also bean does this little move that actually it's a series of moves that's just so fun to watch uh, so the turkey is is so big that bean cannot see where he's going <laughs> Because it's like, like he said, it's as big as him. And he's just like lugging this huge turkey around. So he turns to follow Scrooge. He has to like stretch his neck to peek over it. And then he puts his head back down. And then he just starts kind of bobbing along as he follows Scrooge. So it's like, turn up, down, Bob. <laughs> just this, <laughs> But all all in sort of a, a fluid series of, of moves. It's, it's very cute.
2: I think Bean Bunny has more raw cuteness. Than most Muppets, it's mostly in his face. Like he has just a very, he has a very stuffed animal looking face. I've always liked. Him. Yes, yeah, that's his thing. Yeah, 100%. I think I got to yeah. know what? him because of Muppet Vision 3D at Disney oh, sure. World. But I like it's all. It's nice when he pops up. I like. I like that he has a featured role in this, though so he's not necessarily a star, but he's kind of a breakout at the end there.
0: Right, you remember him, I think, in this one. Oh yeah, you know yeah. more more so than in. I mean, I guess he's not in that much other stuff, but but I do think Muppets at Walt Disney World, that's the only time they ever made an actual plush of him, right? It was the yeah, one you could buy yeah. it. at Walt Disney World.
1: Uh, yeah, for Muppet Vision, yeah.
0: Yeah. Did I say Muppets at Walt Disney World? I meant Muppet Vision 3. I,
1: yeah, everyone knew what yeah. you meant.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Hope, I hope so. Um, but anyways, yeah, so he's following Scrooge, and what we're going to see over the course of the next two minutes is that everyone starts following Scrooge. Mm-hmm. A man, at, the, at the opening of this movie, the townspeople sang a song about how Scrooge is the worst person they've ever met, and he's a terrible landlord, and he doesn't <laughs> give cheeses to us mises. And now, opposite, it's brightly lit, Scrooge is singing the song himself, and everyone is excited to follow him. They're no, the longer,
1: no longer avoiding eye contact with him.
0: right.
2: He's just handing oh. out a lot of gift baskets along the way to specifically yeah. to bookkeepers to works. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. That's good. <laughs> um, so I don't, I, I mean, I'll go through, I'll talk about some of the lyrics. I don't want to go through like every lyric of the song. So I just want to ask up front, do either of you have any like favorite, favorite lines that you want to discuss?
2: There's one that he can't quite sing. I want to look it up. Like he <laughs> he tries to hit the notes, but he doesn't quite get it. Well, yeah, we should say
1: record. Michael Caine, not known for being a singer. And no, he, not he, so He much. sang with Bell earlier in the movie, but now this is a solo.
0: Yeah, and like he's just so enthusiastic that I oh, think yeah, it, it sounds,
1: basically works. It sounds fine, you know. Like I would I would take this over, you know, auto tune.
0: Mm-hmm. Great, right. or 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 not Michael Caine. Yeah, it yeah, it like, wouldn't be the same. If it was just like Robert Goulet. Dumbing it in or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, that would that would not have the desired effect.
0: But do either of you know the scene in the movie, the trip, where Steve Coogan and Rob Bryden do their dueling Michael yes, impression? Yes.
2: I talk about this scene a lot because I've never seen the movie, but I've seen that scene like five <laughs> or six times. Oh sure. Yeah, yeah. No. That's uh yeah um, but, they, they start doing their Michael Caine impressions and it's mostly talking about how many batmans they've had to bury uh which I really right, like, right. Yeah, It's yeah. funny every time even though it, like it's it's fully nonsense but like any right. scene where two comedians are trying to make each other laugh is automatically like one of the most oh. joyful things you can watch it's very good Right
0: Um what I was going to say though about it is one of the things Rob Brydon says in that is he's talking about how as Michael Caine aged you can really hear the cigars and the brandy, <laughs> and when he sings in this movie, you can really hear the cigars and the brandy. Hmm. I
3: think. Yeah, like
0: I feel like his singing voice is lower than his speaking voice a little bit, it so it is,
2: it is, and the and they do try to get him to like the song isn't written to be difficult. Like it, you can't no. hear him strain that hard. It Doesn't require it's not a like lot out of range. It's just that he can't he can't quite do it melodically.
0: Right, right. Well, and I think that. It's really nice that he went ahead and did it. Like oh, yeah. Michael Caine had nothing to prove at this point. He didn't need to sing the closing number in a Muppet movie if he didn't want to. <laughs> y- y- you know, and I think it's just wonderful that he did because it's like now Scrooge has no, he's so happy. He's merry mm-hmm. as a schoolboy. And so he is just singing for all the world to hear. You know, with no abandon. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, you're right. It reflects that perfectly. He's he's kind of opening himself up. Yeah. Um, Lyrically, uh, you were asking. um, I I like the line about all the boys and girls being nephew and niece to him. Mm -hmm. Just that he's like, this is it. I'm going to start spoiling all the kids in town. I'm going to buy him all the toys. I'm going to buy him hungry, hungry hippos. I'm going to buy him the the, you know that bluey stuffed animal, talking stuffed animal we wanted it's like just like an aunt and uncle he's going to spoil all these kids. He's right, he's yeah. throwing
0: coins all over the place during this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that's what I love when he goes into the uh the shop where he sees Sprocket and all those guys. Yeah, yeah. He like points at he's like such He's doing such a sh- putting on such a show. He points at the crowd, right? And then he theatrically drops a bunch of coins on the counter. Like
1: <laughs> Well, and I think Sprocket catches some of them cuz Sprocket is standing right there. I think he's he's trying to grab them as they fall out of this purse.
0: Yo Yes, Sprocket and the boys are eating it up. Like, yeah, yeah. They're so, so into it. And then they all follow him outside. As, as right, it's set. such like, a,
1: like, so he goes into a store which is somehow open and full of people on Christmas <laughs> Day. And he's really, he he spends so little time because it's only a few lines of the song. And he, yeah, like you say, he's just pointing around at things and dumping money out. And then that's <laughs> it. Everybody follow me. We're, we're getting out of here. And they do. And then there's that one uh, whatnot in the back, who is on a ladder and he falls off like the ladder yeah, falls that's, over that's, at the end of the shot
0: <laughs> okay it, wasn't it a rat i I thought I saw a rat on the ladder oh I, you could whatnot. be right
1: I don't know I thought it was a i don't know a whatnot but
0: but yeah that little ah <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> so good yeah with a great
1: prayer and a tiny I feel like they put um, yeah, stuff I mean, like that in these movies for people like us who are watching two minutes at a time,
0: right? They want you to notice new things, yeah, on repeat viewings. And I, I mean, I think part of it is that like this is this is the first one that was really released in the home video era. Like I know yeah. VCRs they, existed in 1984, but yeah. like I were don't they, think knew they were in thinking advance. of that, right? Yeah, and so I think that a lot of that stuff is like they knew people would be watching this over and over at home. It's hmm. a Christmas movie, you know, and. You're, as we've discussed, like your grandma's going to buy the tape or whatever, I think they must have known. I hope
1: so. Yeah, I like to think they are you know? thinking about that stuff. Um, I also yeah. like the the call and response parts of this song. So, like after he says yeah. nephew and niece to me, everyone goes nephew and niece, nephew niece. You
0: and niece to and, me. And you can
1: hear Beaker in those lines, just going me 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 me. me. <laughs>
0: well, and I also like that they all turn to look at the camera. Yeah, yeah it is those, good.
2: I, I like shots, a fourth like, wall break.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's good. And yeah. it's like, and it's such a fun group too, because it's like Bunsen, Beaker, also Gonzo, and yeah, the Gonzo
1: yeah, and Rizzo's there.
0: Like, yeah, and Rizzo, like Gonzo's singing along and Rizzo's singing along. Yeah. Like, those guys are just, they're just part of the gang now. Yeah. You know, like you, we said last time, like time has caught up to the narration.
1: Yeah. In that shot outside the store, there's a blue whatnot with a pink nose. And I got excited for a second because I thought it was the same basic whatnot puppet that would become bill the bubble guy on muppets tonight (laughs) Mm. but then when i really looked like it's the same color you know fleece whatever uh, for his face and then he has a similar pink long nose but the the shape of his head is not the same so sadly i don't think this would be bill the bubble guy later
0: although they probably modified bill's head to put in the bubble mechanism you know i guess they would have to yeah yeah i
1: don't know (laughs) anything's possible
0: it doesn't seem like they would have built him from scratch and just have him look like that, though. Like, he's such a <laughs> generic looking whatnot, except That's for the bubbles true. coming out of his head. I don't know. But uh, then Scrooge comes back outside. He raises an imaginary glass to toast the health of everyone. You know, glass raised to toast your health. Keeps singing. They're all following him. Then he says my personal favorite line in this song because it's so clunky. <laughs> and he goes for it anyway. Uh, Sail a friendly course. File a friendly chart. Yeah. On a CEO of love and a thankful heart. Uh, File a friendly chart. I had never, that had had never
1: registered. That's
0: not a thing.
2: (laughs) It's not a thing that you can do.
0: No, it's like, I don't know what that means. Like he's going to put it in, like he's going to put it among the other charts. Is it, can (laughs) easily (laughs) access it next time? Is
1: it not like a nautical thing? Like if you're, if you're a sailor, you have to file a chart with the. That I would don't be know, my the guess. Navy or the Coast Guard or something <laughs> yeah, Let so. them know what your What your course is going to be I have Where no idea go, I can. just assumed that it was A real nautical phrase But you're maybe maybe not Maybe Paul Williams totally made yeah. it up
0: I don't know we, did, we should have asked him um, <laughs> When he was here But uh, also though I like that it kind of Foreshadows the next movie That There's like all this oh, seafaring oh, talk Easter all egg yeah. yeah right Join join, join us right back here in in three and a half years (laughs) at the same theater. But then, yeah, then he gets to the counting house. And as Christy mentions, Scrooge leaves three full baskets of coal, at least. We see three in one shot, clearly, Mm -hmm. uh, of coal, baskets of coal for the bookkeeping staff. Yes. (laughs) And while he's doing this, he's singing, if you want to know the measure of a man, you simply count his friends. Now, do we take this to mean that he wants to become friends with his bookkeeping staff by giving them extra coal? One hopes, right? I guess
1: so. Buddies. I I, I don't love that line because (laughs) it's not true. Because (laughs) first of all, there are a lot of very nice people who are perhaps shy or just introverts who don't have, or maybe they just prefer not to have a lot of friends. But they're very nice and good people. And then on the other hand, there are many bad people who are friends <laughs> with lots and lots of other bad people. So <laughs> That's true. I don't think this is an accurate uh, way to, to qualify the measure of a man.
0: <laughs> That's true. You should write Paul Williams a letter. <laughs>
1: and, uh, the other thing, though, I was, I was going to say about the coal uh, of course, this, he's doing something nice, they're cold in the, the office, he's leaving them coal to put in the, the fireplace, uh, but Brian Henson has noted that in test screenings, children in the audience were confused because coal is what Santa brings to kids who are naughty. So if he's trying to give them a nice present, why is he giving them the thing that you give to naughty kids instead of giving them toys?
2: It's a little
0: confusing. <laughs> Like yeah, just to,
2: just at the outset, it's a little it's it's a little weird.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's why it, the it has like a bow on it, you know, yeah. to make it look more presentable. Right, and it says like, "Merry Christmas" to my Christmas. bookkeepers. Yeah, it doesn't right. say
1: you've been naughty.
0: <laughs> it doesn't say it doesn't say "Merry Christmas" on the unemployment line,
3: <laughs>
0: right? It says it should. What he should have put was "Merry Christmas, bookkeepers." You're still employed. That's what he should have. Done. That would have been nice. Yes. You're suddenly still employed. Oh, good. But he, he, I do. Thinking about it now, watching it two minutes at a time. He doesn't invite all of the other people into his counting house.
3: No. Like oh, yeah. He
1: makes them wait the outside.
0: <laughs> yeah. I guess like wait here while I carry in three baskets of coal. Huh. He has stuff my, to do. My, can't, can't yeah. be bothered. That's true. But he could have get, gotten Sprocket to carry in one of the baskets of coal. Sprocket's a, nice, a helpful dude. boy.
1: Isn't it funny seeing Sprocket walk around on walk around on his hind legs and carry stuff with his yeah, hands? Yeah, and,
0: and wearing clothes. He's yeah, like wearing a like shirt and vest.
1: Right, <laughs> yeah. It looks great in it though.
0: It is funny though, because like I know Fraggle Rock wasn't really in reruns much, but like they must have known that some audience members would recognize Sprocket, a yeah, on, main on the character who's in every
2: I don't, either. I don't recognize, like, Fraggle Rock is not my, that's not my oh, that thing. Right? So I would not okay. recognize him. Were you Were you not referencing him as being a Fraggle Rock guy?
0: Eh? Mm. Sure, that makes sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, next, Scrooge goes back outside, and now he's with all of the people again. So he tells them to stop and look around you, the glory that you see. Uh, and then two people kind of chuckle on the soundtrack. At least two voices kind of go, ha, ha, ha. Huh. Did either of you notice that? No. no. Do they sound like the
1: human extras?
0: I I honestly can't tell. I mean, all the muppets are voiced by humans.
1: Well, that's you know. true.
0: <laughs> so I don't know. It's it definitely sounds like a, a human voice. I don't know. I'll try to I'll try to isolate the clip, and it's just like. Uh... Anyways, I just thought it was funny that people I because mean, are they laughing at? Scrooge? I guess they're like laughing with Scrooge because they're having such a good time. Sure. having such a fun time, you know? Yeah. Whatever.
3: Stop and look around you.
0: <laughs> and then Michael Caine smiles after the bridge is over. like He's so proud of himself. Because <laughs> he did it. He's a, yeah. he's a singer man. He sang a song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we don't hear any more lyrics here. We do watch Scrooge and the gathered crowd as they go past a store, which is called Statler and Waldorf.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: That's the name of the store.
1: It looks like so it has a what do you call that? Like a ampersand? No, the the <laughs> the plant thing. It's boy, am I, is it Garland? Yes, um, probably. Yes, yeah, good. it's it's covering the rest of the sign, but it looks like it says haberdashery under that. And then some uh-huh. other letters oh, that I couldn't make man, out. Yeah, so true. apparently this well this reality is Statler and Waldorf, whoever they are, own a haberdashery.
0: Well, I was gonna ask if I have a theory <laughs> that Marley and Marley owned this business under an assumed name to like sneak around some sort of non-compete clause.
2: Hmm. There, that holds money.
0: <laughs> right? Like, yeah. yeah like why not?
1: So then are they lending themselves money under the table? Yeah. Or the other name?
0: Probably. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. To keep their yeah. business going.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think you're onto something.
0: So, but it's still open seven years later, I guess. So they had to sell it to somebody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. they've been dead these seven years. Wait, they said seven years in this movie. Maybe not. I can't I don't recall. I think so in the book, they say seven. Right. But anyways, yeah, that, that brings us down to the end here. That's the end of the clips. Uh, Any other thoughts about these two minutes before we close? Christy, I'll start with you.
2: I really, it's a, I, I, it's not my favorite song on the soundtrack, but that's just because it's not one of the uh, bigger, more like pump numbers. Uh, I do like to hear Michael Caine try to sing and I like how game he is for it. And the whole movie is about how game Michael Caine is to be in a Muppet movie and be the one, one of the only human actors. So it's a kind of part and parcel of the rest of it and always going to love seeing Bean. Like always going to love him bopping around.
0: Uh, Yeah. Awesome. Ryan, any other thoughts?
1: Yeah. It's fun that he's just carrying the Turkey around and and enjoying it. It's so big. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. so big. (laughs) Uh well I so I like the uh this shot at the very end of this clip, um, when they're running past the and Waldorf store. Uh it's the the entire group of Muppets and human extras, and they just they just kind of run from the left side of the frame to the right, like they're all so excited to be part of this. Um and then there's a wall strategically placed in the shot so that we can't see any puppeteers as they all run past. So clever, clever oh, yeah. Muppet filmmaking. Love
2: a workaround. Yeah. Uh,
1: and then the only other thing um, I feel like our, our friend Becca would want us to point out that in the store that Scrooge goes into among the, the many Muppets in there is uh, this sort of monstery uh, Muppet creature who was also a background character on Fraggle Rock and once sang a song with Gobo Fraggle. And her name is Aretha.
0: Oh, yeah. So yet sure. another
1: Fraggle Rock uh, character <laughs> appearing in this movie.
0: Yeah. Becca would want us to point us point that out. <laughs> That's I think true. so. <laughs> um, so I have a few things from the old Curiosity Shop. Oh, good. Not a ton here because this whole section kind of happens in one paragraph in the book. You know, mm. like I, I talked about it last week. There's just like a paragraph about how Scrooge walked around on the streets and never dreamed that any walk could give him so much happiness. That's what it says. Hmm. But that's kind of all it is. Then he's at his nephew Fred's house, all, you know, which we'll get to later. Um, right. There's no song, obviously. There's no like <laughs> no lyrics to Scrooge's <laughs> Scrooge's heartfelt song. Um, but the charity man does not give him a present in the book. Of course, that's that's added for the movie. Mm.
1: Yeah, I guess that doesn't happen in, in any other any other adaptations. No, right. Baker's just a it's really funny. nice, uh, really nice version of this character.
0: Right. Well, and it's funny because Beaker's not really like that sweet of a guy normally. No, that's true. No, he's just, like no, a, no, he's know, just a guy. He's, you know. <laughs> he's just an yeah. hapless assistant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in this one, he does get that sweet moment. And then uh, finally, the last thing. Uh, well, actually, yeah. So Scrooge does use the song title in the book, as I think I mentioned yeah. during the scene where it happens. He says, um, which I have to correct a mistake I made earlier. I said that the word future doesn't appear in the book. But uh, the phrase ghost of Christmas future does indeed not appear in the book. But here Scrooge does say ghost of the future. He explained, I fear you more than any specter I have seen. When he first sees it, he says ghost of the future.
1: Oh, okay. Mm
0: -hmm. uh, Fear you more than any specter I have seen. But as I know your purpose is to do me good. And as I hope to live to be another man from what I was, I am prepared to bear you company and do it with a thankful heart. That's in the book. So he does say uh, a thankful heart right and uh then he does it as then, we're seeing right here
1: yeah throwing money people around is... notice that.
0: yeah right yeah he does not give anyone a basket of coal in the book i don't think <laughs> we'll see we'll see when we... he gets back to work okay um but that's the end of my notes uh christy we have our three questions that we've asked every guest yes first one is uh what is your history with the movie this is one of my favorite movies.
2: <laughs> this uh, is, uh, It's certainly my favorite holiday slash Christmas movie. I think probably in league with uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Like So those are hmm. top two for me. Uh, I've seen it a lot of times. I think the first time I watched it might have actually been in elementary school. And I have watched it on and off throughout my life since then. I introduced my parents to it only a few years ago. Uh, oh, is that around right? the time I realized so s- that this was more of a my husband and me thing than a my family thing, and now oh, yeah. they
0: have requested repeat the of it, which is very gratifying. Oh yeah, awesome. Um, you said you saw it in in school in elementary. Yeah, like, you yeah. In so class? This
2: would have been around Christmas like
0: party or something.
2: Yeah, you know the like around Christmas time in particular, like around like immediately before holiday breaks. Uh. Yeah. you'd have a couple days in school when teachers were just sort of done oh,
3: Especially yeah. like
2: this was prior to an age where i would have had like final exams or anything like that i remember like jingle all the way was in heavy rotation which is mm. very strange in retrospect that but this was
1: down. one <laughs> of
0: them as well and this is a much more wholesome pick i would say
1: <laughs> yeah i think so. yeah
0: uh, <laughs> i agree awesome and then the second question is, where do you rank it among the Muppet movies? You said it's one of your favorite holiday It's movies. my favorite.
2: Yeah. I don't <laughs> think right? it's the best. Awesome. I don't think it's the best. I think probably the Muppet movie is a better movie. But this is the one that I love the most. Like, this is the one that makes me happiest. Great. Yeah,
1: it's a interesting choice. how some people then, make that distinction.
2: I'm, I'm big on the favorite versus best distinction because they sure. are very different
0: things to me. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And then uh, last question. I feel like you've probably said the answer already, but do you watch it every year? I don't, actually.
2: Um, okay. I, well, I think I would if I had <laughs> less restraint, but I don't want to spoil the specialness of it. Uh. And I've seen it enough times that I know, beat by beat, like, obviously, like I have a very good idea of what is supposed to happen next. But this way, I can still notice new things or still get excited about the same things and not have them feel stale. Um, the scene where, sure. during their uh, narration, Rizzo and Gonzo take a bit of a break to... Verbally spar and Rizzo kisses Gonzo on the nose is one of my favorite <laughs> mm-hmm. things that happens in any movie. <laughs> and I want that to continue to be like as delightful as it was the For first sure. time I saw
0: it. Awesome. Yeah, that's a solid choice too. That's such a great moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The
2: improv. Uh, puppeteer's improving. Incredible.
0: <laughs> yeah. Agreed. All right. So awesome. I think that brings us just about down to the end. Uh listeners, you can always check out toughpigs.com on the internet. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're kind of all over the place, but those are still the main three for now, at least. Uh, you can become a patron of ours on Patreon. We always appreciate new patrons. You can email us at moving right along at toughpigs.com to tell us what you think about being bunny. You can follow Ryan on Twitter at me, Ryan Rowe, and on Letterboxd at movies are neat. You can follow me on Letterboxd at Zeppo Marxist. Christy, where can our listeners find you or your work online? <sighs> That's a great question.
2: Uh, I am also on Letterboxd, though I'm not on there particularly frequently, at Admiral Christie. And I co-host a podcast called Pizza Toast with my dear friend Phil Gonzalez, And it is about uh, YA and middle grade literature and the book and film, or book and film, the TV and film adaptations thereof, was about to give the flawless plug but couldn't (laughs) thread the needle. And we're at Pizza Toast Pod on Twitter And also, Pizza Toast Podcast on Facebook. It's the easiest way to find us. We just covered the Hunger Games. uh, That'll be
0: have been the most recent series once it's out. Oh, awesome! Cool. I I I didn't know you guys were doing that. That's I really need to listen to that.
2: Yeah, it's been really fun. I mean, like when it hasn't been like devastating because the Hunger Games are rough, but Uh, they're really wonderful books and movies, and it's been uh, it's been a joy. And we had a. We had Professor Roxanne Hardy on to discuss a couple of the academic papers she's written on the books, and that was a lot of fun too.
0: Wow, oh, that's cool! Well, I i loved your previous podcast about the California <laughs> Thank Diaries, you. and oh,
2: that, that was uh, I mean, that's Diaries. where uh, <laughs> sure. that's where Pizza Test came from because <laughs> <laughs> sure. Phil well, uh guested on a few episodes of the California Diaries, right? Was, right, yeah. yeah. And we, uh, we were using the Babysitters Club Netflix series discussion as an excuse to talk every week and recorded it.
0: <laughs>
3: and that, and sure. that's because
0: it was boring. Yeah.
3: Huh.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, I'll def- Oh, and you did Moxie. That's great. I love that book. Moxie Rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I st- still haven't gotten around to the movie, but I love the book. Movie's not bad. Uh, <laughs> sure. Awesome. Yeah, I, I actually a kid just checked it out the other day and I was really delighted. Oh, <laughs> it, I uh, love it. Like bet, I, bet it, bet it, bet it moves. it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Of and course. Listeners, thank you so check much that for that having out me. Listeners, join me in checking out Pizza Toast. How about that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you to Morgan Davey for designing our logo. And listeners, if you're so inclined, you can give us that positive review on iTunes or wherever you review podcasts you know write it on a wall somewhere whatever (laughs) just give us that review and tell everyone that you see uh, you know throw some money on their counter and tell them to listen to (laughs) Movin' Right Along we'll be back next week with another episode goodbye
1: thank you for listening thank you
3: 50 times Thank you. Fifty times. Thank you. 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 Thank you.